Okay, I'd like to start off this episode by saying that Quinn and I just used an entire free session of Zoom that we were supposed to be recording this podcast, talking about absolutely everything except for what we were supposed to be talking about. Absolutely everything. Am I wrong? I talked about everything except yeah everything except what we were supposed <laughs> to talk about thank you and i wouldn't let you agrees. get to the topic i would no. not let you get to the topic no it was absolutely I just had impossible. so much to talk to you about we had so much to say so little time <laughs> they just tried to get me to pay way too much money to continue this session 150 dollars so, a month so, so we've started a new one and this time we're actually going to talk about what we're supposed to be talking about so officially welcome back to our podcast Bienvenidos. Mixed feelings. If you haven't been here before, we're both mixed and we have feelings. About Hence it. the name. That's Hence actually name. so good. I'm actually like someone put that on the freaking t-shirt. And to start off from the beginning, go follow Mixed Feelings XQA on Instagram. On Hit Instagram. the follow button. That's the only form of social media that we have because I've been too lazy and Quinn won't do it. So... <laughs> if anything follow me on tiktok because i spam that more than i reply to ali's texts so i'm so glad that we're agreeing on so much today i don't think we've ever agreed so much no i'm admitting it i am a horrible texter and ali literally will blow up my phone and i probably pushed back this podcast like six days in a row now yeah you have but we're here we're here We're, we're finally here and we're ready to talk about our feelings and today's topic is going to be if either one of us can say it correctly, racial ambiguity or or being racially ambiguous. I am totally not looking up the definition of it. No, you are. Do you hear that (laughs) typing? That's exactly what she's doing. I hope you can hear ambiguity. She doesn't know how to spell it, but she doesn't know how to spell it. So racial ambiguity. Uh, just ah. read, the, read the definition for us for the class. So racial ambiguity is the term for when a person's racial background isn't easily identifiable. They don't appear what's commonly called. Oh, wait, I got to press on the link. <laughs> they don't. I hate that. <laughs> oh, they don't appear to be what's commonly called monoracial or being of one race, which is very true because we look nothing like what we're quote unquote supposed to look like. Exactly. And I was going to say, should we update the Wikipedia for racial ambiguity? See, I can't say it. (laughs) Ambiguity and just like put our names. Yeah. Just take out the definition. (laughs) Our parents should have had babies that look nothing like us. Like my mom has the curliest hair ever. It is beautiful. And my hair won't hold a curl and it's stick freaking straight i'm so proud of you so we can't swear on this podcast which might actually teach us a thing or two for now yeah we might we might upgrade to the expletives we don't know yet (laughs) if the the podcast will allow we might upgrade but yeah no i'm thinking we just we put our names under there um i think you can hear my knuckles crack on the microphone this is an asmr so this is what happens when two people with ADHD make a podcast together. I really hope that got on the, on the, on it the did. microphone. It did. And it's not like my absolute favorite sound in the world, but I loved it. Oh, I love that sound. I loved it so <laughs> Wait. Can you hear? Oh, there we go. I can hear it. I can hear it. Okay, this is disgusting. Back to the topic. <laughs> I have a story time. Go. 
because I feel like if we start off with a story, then like you can tell your story, blah, 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 blah. If you have one, which I know you do. I have one. So I have a thousand, but this one really got me. Picture this. It's June 2021. Me and my friends fly, drive, fly, fly from different cities into Newark, New Jersey airport. We reunite and we walk out to the taxi area and we're waiting for our Uber and a strange lady that is a self-proclaimed gypsy. I'm not just calling her that. Okay. She had like long hair, hippie. She's very hippie. She said, what did she say? Oh, she came up to me and she's like, she's like, oh, wow. You're so beautiful. Yada, yada, yada. Where are you from? And I think I was like, I don't even think she asked. I actually think she asked me if I was Hispanic. Clearly, I remember this story really well. But what I do remember the most is that she kept guessing all of these different (laughs) races. Like she was like, you're Indian, you're Latina. (laughs) And every time I was like, no. And you're like, keep going, keep going. Yeah. And also I was like, why am I doing this? Like I was like, I'm waiting for my Uber and I have absolutely no idea who you are. But yeah, let's play trivia with my race. (laughs) Anyways, so she's like, she's like lands on Egyptian. She's like, you're Egyptian. Egyptian. Yeah. And so I'm obviously like, no, I'm not. And she's like, she's like, no, you are like, you well, like, you're going to tell me what I am. Exactly. You're, you're gonna- exactly. <laughs> she's like, you are Egyptian. And I was like, um, well, I'm actually not. But and she was literally like mad at me for even acting like she could be wrong. I don't know. And then she told me like, once I told her, like, I was like, yeah, my mom's white. My dad's black. And she was like, I really think you should go back and like ask them what your actual heritage is because that's not correct. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, like let me I take like, away whatever whatever drug you're smoking. Like, no, literally, like that's it's always so awkward because like for some reason, like I just don't feel like I have the confidence in those moments to be like, who the f are you talking to like are you talking to me telling me what race i am and like i, I don't even time. i would have sorry microphone. i would have had time <laughs> i would have had so much fun with her just like making her feel so horrible and disgusting for trying to like tell me like what i am like yeah. that's like, like but I feel like it's almost like in the moment, it doesn't bother me as much as it does. Ap- She's literally cooking food right now, everyone. Quinn and microwaving is, a cookie. Like she brought her computer and her microphone all the way down to her kitchen and started cooking. <laughs> microwaving All during cookie. my story. Was my story that boring? She was like, I have so much time. I I've been time thinking about this cookie for like 45 minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and like, sometimes I mean when it when it's so like she was white and like I do feel like that's different sometimes because I worked at a restaurant where like the kitchen staff was like mostly Hispanic and one time like the lady one of the cooks started speaking Spanish to me and I was like I don't know what you're saying Mm -hmm. and she was like you're not Latina and I was like no and she was like are you sure and I was like well if you're asking me that I feel like I should go back and check because you're literally Hispanic. So because people like that, we'd be like, oh, like they should at least know. Like exactly. it was the same. It was the same thing for me. Like 
it was interesting like when I moved in to college freshman year which was like what last year like not even a year ago yeah so many people were like oh my god like nice to meet you. your name's Quinn they'd be like what are you How? are you are you like um are you you're Vietnamese no no you're are you like Chinese no Filipino you're Filipino do you have Native American in you and I'd be like like the Native American, I get that all the time too. <laughs> like I don't know, I I'm just like keep guessing, keep guessing, <laughs> keep guessing. Just and it's not like any of those. It's not it. I don't even know. To, it's so hard to explain, and I guess that's why we're doing this. But like, it's not that it's like a. It's not that the offensive part is like that. You would think that were those things. It's like. The offensive part is more like it kind of feels like they're like choosing our identity for us or something or for me. I don't even Mm -hmm. know. When in reality, like I was talking to my mom about this earlier. It's like everybody is always kind of like pushed into a box on like what they identify as. It's like, yeah, well, uh, I don't know, but it's even different like when it comes to like somebody who's white and you ask them what they are and they'll be like, well, I'm like Italian and I'm Irish and I have some Polish in me. And it's like, oh, so you're white. It's like, no, they're not white. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're like white, like visibly, but like, I don't know. Everybody's just for like, when you check boxes, when you're filling out an application, are you Hispanic? Are you black? Are you white? Do you have native American descent? And it's like, when I'm choosing a box, I'm like, okay, well, like I'm like, I'm black, but I'm also white, but like, I'm not, Right, I like, do feel... you do the two or more races? Do you don't have yes. to or... do you do that? Yes, but I'm always like, I feel like I'm so white passing that, like, I'm not like black enough to be able to check that box, but like, I am black, so like, I yeah. should be able to check that box, but I'm made to feel as if I'm not black enough to be able to check that box. Do you know what I mean? Or to even right. be able to say that, like, right, it's like not in for lack of a better term, I don't, it's not that I'm like embarrassed because I'm proud of like my heritage, but I'm like it's always so weird because like when I've talked to people who are like visibly black and their heritage is much more obvious it's like oh so you're not really black I'm like no like I I, like I am right like I just came out like so it's not it's just it just feels like very invalidating sometimes because I don't know how I would identify right I literally don't know because saying like oh I'm mixed it's like I can't, I, I don't look mixed, so I can't go around saying I'm mixed. Right. So well, it's just, <sighs> like, okay, so say, like, a person came up to you, not, okay, no, take that back, because people coming up to you on the street, just saying, you know, if you're listening to this, and you go up to someone on the street and ask them what they are, that's gross, don't do disrespectful. that. Disrespectful. It's rude, and no one likes it. We don't like it. It's not fun. <laughs> And then, like, playing the little game, too. Like, the what are you? Oh, you're this. Oh, no, you're not that. Oh, wow. Like, it's the same conversation every time. Stop <laughs> having it. It's not fun. But, like, say it was, like, a really good friend of yours or, like, someone that you could see, like, having a good friendship with or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. someone at college that you, like, met yeah. at a party. You're meeting new people. Yeah. yeah. And they were, like, well, like, because it doesn't, if they think you're white, I guess, unless they're, like, it's so hard quick because like for you I feel like if they were going to ask you like yeah they're not going to say what you actually are because they don't know and they're just going to guess because we're racially ambiguous 
title of the podcast that's not gonna be the title exactly but topic of the podcast but like otherwise do people just like assume you're white and not ask yeah or they assume i'm asian that's so so do you ever like talk about it or do people just not like know anything until they see your mom they know nothing until they see my mom the, it's actually fun I remember my mom told me the story because I don't remember it but in kindergarten I got really sick and I had to have my mom pick me up and so oh, they yeah. called my mom and then wait my mom's literally right here right now mom remember when you when you picked me up in kindergarten and they asked if you were the nanny did they ask if you were the nanny several different times yeah they were like Oh, that's not your mom. Uh, oh, is that your nanny? That's what it was, right? That's literally like, yeah, yeah. Or in grocery stores. Yeah, at the mall. Grocery stores at the mall, it like, like it was like. Would have been preface that the nanny was picking. Like people are so <laughs> right? dumb. Like, ooh, the nanny's a woman and she's not white. <laughs> like, literally, my mom has told me that like probably multiple times in public places people have asked if she's a nanny and not believed her when she's like nope this is my kid like I pushed her out right like it's just and then they see my dad and they're like oh you look just like your dad right checks out (laughs) I'm like yeah I mean I guess but then if you see the other side of my family like I got my mom's nose I have something (laughs) like I have something please give me something like weakest black jeans in history I'm telling you that I know, because remember, I showed you that girl that I'm not going to name. Mm. She looks way more white. Like, she just, she just looks, like, I feel, I, she people wouldn't even guess that she's, like, Asian or anything. They wouldn't guess any other ethnicity but white. With they just her. say she's white. They'd just be like, that's a white blank, 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 because I can't swear. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Ugh. I wouldn't even want to ask the question because there wouldn't be a need to ask the question right because you could just look at them and assume but it's not like it needs to be it's like it's not a question god being biracial is literally so hard especially racially ambiguous because like oh and like that's that. the word that's the word that i am always like am i even allowed to say that this is what i am with people that when i say and i'm like oh i'm biracial I'm oh, does it feel uncomfortable? So uncomfortable yeah. because I know somebody who's also a quarter black that actually looks like they're half black. Right. And it's like, I feel like I don't, I'm not like, I don't present enough blackness to me to say that I'm biracial. So it's like, do I have the right to say that? I don't have the right to say that at all. Right. I just don't. That's how I feel because it's like, everybody I mean uh, my friends are school you're not black you're not black you're a white girl and I'm like but like I'm not like I'm like yeah like I am but like I'm also not so it's like I've always made my whole life to feel that I can never say any of those things when that's that's a part of me my whole my mom's whole side of the family family reunions pretty much everybody there is black or half black right because we got a lot of mixed babies on we love my mom's side. Kids. so many mixed kids like, it's just I that's why whenever I, I'm always like so proud to post my mom's side of the family and I'm like guys like look this is like the other half of me right this is the part that you don't see in me and this is why like I feel like I should be allowed 
to call myself biracial, but at the same time, I still feel so uncomfortable saying it because everybody makes me feel like but, I can't say it. Is our, do you feel uncomfortable about around white people or black people saying that? Both, because I've been told by both. Yeah. That you're not black. And I'm like, actually, I'm more black than you. And I hear you say the N-word yeah. and you're white. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't no. even want to hear it. And also, also, have you ever been asked, do I get the N-word pass? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Especially oh when you. my gosh. It's, and the thing is, what's, what's always been so uncomfortable about that for me is, like, I got that a ton in high school. I went to a predominantly white high school and, like, the N-word was, like, a thing you could say when right? we were in junior high. But my and laptop's about to die. You better run, girl. Oh, my God. I'm running. You better sprint. <gasps> so now I'm here by myself. So we're just going to slight pause until her laptop regains consciousness. She's back. I'm so sorry. My laptop can't be unplugged for more than 15 minutes. I mean... So. We might need to invest in a new one. Be bad. Okay. Um, I think the story that I was saying. Oh, the N-word. The N-word, yes. So, like, we could, we, like, everyone said it when we were in junior high. And then it, like, became a thing that shouldn't be said. Because, in my opinion, it really shouldn't be said. And I honestly find it uncomfortable like I've I've never been maybe I said it in junior high but like I don't even think I really did I think it was more other people but like I've never been one to say it so yes people have asked me that especially since it's become a thing you can't say but I still don't like I don't even really say it in songs like I just like it's not a and I, I don't refuse to say it I think it's because I think it's because I don't things I still kind of like haven't fully grasped the idea of like my blackness so I'm like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be saying that because it the same way that you feel about like saying biracial like that's literally if I was gonna say the n-word that's what it like it would it would be like that coming out like I couldn't like it doesn't just flow it doesn't like I've said it I don't know how it just rolls off the tongue so easily I know like I just it doesn't like like you know when you're telling a story yeah and like you're telling a story to your parents and instead of saying oh my god and then they said what the and they like and you like mouth the word like f-u-c-k yeah but like when you listen to other people tell a story it's like and yeah and then he said you're a uh, and I'm like you just said that like you just like casually just like said that like you I know you were quoting him but like you like you just said that yeah oh my god my dog is clawing at my door one sec get away no do not eat the cookie no cookie eating no Layla it's not even funny at this point not funny people are freaking create a frat party at High Point University scary place in North Carolina I'm from Florida and all my friends are black, so I can say it. And I'm like, you're not in Florida and you're not around your friends right now. And you're about to get a foot up your booty. <laughs> I mean, I went to North Dakota State University, which has a population of like three black people. And so 
um and they're all on the in athletics so <laughs> i like yeah the frat parties there are dangerous dangerous like, here i had these two girlfriends last year let's just say i'm not friends with them anymore <laughs> who obviously they knew about my mom and they knew about what i was and they'd be like quinn like can i say the n-word and i'd be like no the freak you cannot sorry i'm chewing you can't say the m-word and then they'd get in my face and they would repeat it over and over and over again to like screw with me and they'd be like it's so funny and i'd be like this happened like maybe three times oh my god and i would get visibly mad and i would tell them to stop and they'd be like it's funny like it's funny like that it's just literally beyond me like it's just beyond me like we're sitting over here like actually black and we're like oh that's rough like i don't think i can let that one slide like i can't let that out and you guys are like edward 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 Edward, Edward." yeah and and people like i just don't understand where it comes from because i i mean first of all if i if i ever said it which i never have and i'm not going to people would be like all right, white girl, I'm going to, like, I'm going to beat you. Right. Because I don't look like that. Um, so, like, even if I wanted to say it, I quote, unquote, couldn't. Because of, she, my dog just farted. <laughs> See, I literally just heard a thing come out of her butt. <laughs> so... <laughs> her butt was right by my face too like she was like three feet away anyways that's like radioactive um yeah people are freaking gosh this explicit rule is really it's really it's just possibly gonna be for this one and i'm gonna try and fix it but i have to reword my whole vocabulary i mean it's like it's like good mental practice you know you're right. like, so you gotta right. keep it cleaner on the grandparents so it's like it's just practice for that yes perfect perfect yeah um like what if your grandparent like i know if my grandma listened to this and we we're like saying some crazy bleep, stuff she, bleep, bleep. she would be like ali um i listened to the podcast but i'm really not sure about the words that you were using <laughs> um it honestly kind of like do you want to go to church with me on sunday because <laughs> those like it would be bad so um anyways yeah I will probably not be frequently I'm not going to be a frequent flyer of the n-word but I want to like figure out why that is because I want that to be because I don't want to use it not because I feel like I can't use it yeah exactly exactly because you like this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the problem because I was going to say you look like you could say, but that's the problem because people are always like basing it off of looks when mm-hmm. they in actuality have no idea what you're saying. So I was literally basically just doing exactly what we just talked about saying, well, like, <laughs> you look like you could say it, but like what that's what people have been telling you or not telling you right? your whole life. Right. So that's like a constant back and forth for you. And that doesn't even come when it just comes to saying the N-word. It comes when you're checking that box, when you're at the doctor's office, or when you're filling out a form for school, or when you're having a conversation with anybody about your ethnicity and about your heritage. Because 
everybody makes you feel like you have to be just one thing and that's what you have to post about on Instagram and like you know all the things on Instagram now where it's like tap in if you love your dog and yeah. post a picture of it tap in if you're uh puerto rican and then but what if you're like puerto rican and then like also like mexican and then right. also like italian and right. then also like i don't know say you got some like freaking like cambodian in you like right. but you can't ident not that you can't but like everybody's kind of makes you feel like you have to just like go with one thing and run with it and we can't do that right because I was raised by my white father and then I was raised by my half black mother and then I was raised by I have a black grandfather and a white grandmother and then a white grandma and uh another white grandpa and then my mom so it's like just there's just so many different aspects of people that we've grown up around that have made our upbringings different than people who might not be like us right period Sorry, I just went on a tangent no but it's so true and like even like the amount of see it isn't you know I'm gonna preface this because I know he's gonna listen to it my dad texted me and he said saw that you're making a podcast don't embarrass me <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm gonna tread really lightly since he's gonna <laughs> been treading a little lightly but like even when it comes to family stuff like I know I stopped the, and I'm going to get deep on here. We're getting deep, but like I stopped living with my mom when I was like 13. I honestly don't remember. I think it was that age. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was still pretty young and I didn't realize anything. I didn't, I just had no grasp on the world on who I was like any of that. And I like, don't even think I real, I think I noticed things. My it's so weird because I feel like my body notice things like my body like held on and my my brain Mm -hmm. frankly like held on to things that like were said and done when I was younger but I didn't actually ever process them or think about them until I was older like when it happened I was just like oh that's weird Mm -hmm. so like with my like white side of the family which is what I like primarily grew up with until that age like I kind of thought everything was like hunky-dory and then my cousin called me like a couple of years ago it wasn't that long ago and was like telling me how like everyone basically in my family was like hated me because they didn't yeah because like I I, I'm the only person that's not white in that side of the family like Mm -hmm. the only person hated you yeah like they didn't actually like me they like thought all these things about me and he was like saying it in a way where he was trying to like stick up for me but also it was like oh damn dang like, okay, dog, dang that's, like, like, like that's oh, my family right like, that's your family and like he was telling me like specific situations and that like people would tell him like like that's not your cousin like you can't have a black cousin. like just he like told me like a bunch of stuff and I was like oh okay but then like I go on the but I don't really, like, I'm, I'm not, like, super close with, I, I'm not close to any of them except for my grandma anymore, really. Um, but then on the other side, like, my dad's family is, like, not just Black, but they're African, which is, like, like, seriously a whole it's new. It's different. It's, it's different. So, it's so, so different. different. And so, like, even this period of, like, 13 to, like, basically last year because last year's when I like really got to know that side of the family like well like I thought that I was just like black but like now I'm like 
wait, but I'm like African and that's literally so, so different, whole different room that you walk into. And when you, when you talk about that, it's like, because my side of the family is not like that. My side of the family they're, I mean, like generations ago, my black side of the family immigrated from Trinidad and Tobago, Mm -hmm. but like it's been like my mom's side of the family has been here for a hot minute. Yeah. Like it's so it's different. It's different. Your dad immigrated from Africa. Yeah. He's first generation. Or yeah. no. I'm first or generation. You're first generation. You're first generation, which by the way, that's a flex. Um <laughs> that's we a have, flex. We have 10 minutes to wrap up our racial ambiguity point. No, before, I'm, I'm so free Zoom session is over. <laughs> Unless you want to pay $150. I could just start a new one in 10 minutes. Okay, keep okay. going. No, but that's just a whole different ball game. A yeah. whole different ball game because not only you're black, but that comes with culture too. And mm-hmm. not that I'm saying my, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's just, it's just different. It's different, and I can't, I don't understand how different that is because I haven't experienced that. But I know for a fact that it's. I mean, black like different. black, black Americans and Africans. Like if you put them, if you put like my dad and like your grandpa in the same room it would be like yeah. they look they look similar they look the same right but like no <laughs> but like not at no. all no. not at all um but yeah so that's been like super weird and like my family is like super like my dad's side of the family is like super good about the actually what's weird is like it's the older people in my family like my aunts and my uncles and my somewhat somewhat my dad sorry dad that are like way more like chill like they don't say anything about the fact that I'm mixed like they I I don't I can't even picture it like they would never Mm -hmm. be like oh it's because you're mixed oh it's because you're this but like my other family members will be like that's your white side showing like that's your (laughs) like and it's like honestly like it's like hurtful and I don't know why it's because they're saying it in like a negative context it's like when I'm doing something they don't like it's like oh, that's your white side showing. And it's like, nope, actually. What's that like, supposed to mean? What's right. that supposed to mean? Because everybody tells you that being right. white is bad. Right. <laughs> being white is not. For me, it's always been like, it's the opposite. Like one of my closest guy friends, I literally love him to the moon and back. He's on lacrosse team at High Point. He's one of the only black kid. He's the only black kid on the lacrosse team. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes we're having conversations. She's like, ah, that's your black side talking. And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> wait. You're like, oh, oh, okay. No, All okay. Right. So, you, so it's so like you could like you could tell like a little bit. Like right. they, I'm like, thank God and for that in that way when they say, oh, your white side showing. It's like that when people say that, that's not all people, but sometimes when people say that, it's kind of, what you said, it's kind of said in like a negative connotation. And it's like, that's annoying. Yeah. No, it's. Well, and what's hard too is like, I do, the reason that I, there's probably a multifaceted reason. I love that word. I've been trying to use it more. Ooh. I'm putting it into my vocabulary. Thank you. Thank you. But I think that there's <laughs> like a lot of reasons why I find it like, it like, it like does something to me. Like when people say that, or if they're like, I, and I, I think the reason why is because like they're for me, like I'm not white passing at all. Like no mm-hmm. one would ever look at me and be like, you're white. And so, like, I don't think that it's that as much that I'm like, well, I'm halfway. It's not like I'm like, it's not that I'm not proud of it, but it's like not that I'm like, 
like flexing it, flexing it. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to flex it. I just, it's like, I, I, I don't look white. Like most people on the street, I'm not, I'm not treated as a white person. Like there's so many like different reasons why it's like, but, but I have to like it when, when someone in my family say, and it doesn't even have to be someone in my family. Like it's been said to me by like black women. And it's like, okay, but I feel like I have to like stand down to you because like you have like more of this like right to, to blackness. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like that's what it like a right mm-hmm. to blackness than that I do. So I have to same st- thing. Yes. Yeah. That is literally, I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. No, keep going. I'm sorry. It's literally. No, Quinn. No, for, for sure. <laughs> keep going, Quinn. For sure. <laughs> Damn. The, oh, dang. Dang. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me take a sip of water. Keep going. I'm just kidding. I'm, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. Go I'm off. Sorry, I'm sorry. Queen, go off. <laughs> For me, it's like, I've obviously it's never because I am so white passing. So of course, I don't want to say the word normally, but I've never been looked at differently because of the way that I look, because I look freaking white. And apparently I look Asian to most people. People have at least... 50 people have told me you need to get a DNA test because there's no way. <laughs> oh, you, the DNA. There's no way that you don't have 20. Do you know about 23 and me? Dude, I did that test and I found out I had 2% Neanderthal in me. And I'm like, okay, like I'm actually terrified to find We're out what my hair is. Bro, but like for <laughs> sure. For sure. Quote from my dad, actually. Um <laughs> direct quote from my father. Love you, but it doesn't matter that you're two percent Neanderthal, and that's the way you pronounce it, by the way. It's not Neanderthal. I don't even know what that is. I thought it's you were talking about Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Get Period. it? Right? Period. But like my whole life, it's like I've been—I don't know—I've just wanted people to acknowledge that side of me, right? And that side of my family, and like, oh my god, well, okay. it's your mom, and you're it's proud of mom. your mom. You're proud and of my, your mom. And like I love talking about the fact my grandfather was the first um, African American to play on the varsity army football team at West Point, and my great grandfather was a Buffalo soldier. And so I have so much cool history with my black side of the family, and that's yeah. a part of me. And I've grown up listening to stories about that. I've grown up going to events for my grandfather because he got inducted to duck. Blah, blah, blah inducted into the hall of fame at west point so like that's a huge part of my family and i've always kind of wanted people to acknowledge my blackness not that see i'm even like insecure talking like talking about when i say my blackness because i've never felt like i have the right to say that i truly don't feel that i have the right to say that because of what i've been told my whole life so it's like i'm even uncomfortable like saying i don't know it's just it's just it's just so ambiguous right but like <laughs> walk downstairs and your mom is black so why do you not get to say that like exactly but at the same time i feel like i don't and then it's so funny because my my sister has curly hair and she's a, a much darker complexion than i am and she genuinely does look more mixed than me do people think she's hispanic yes but like she doesn't look white like me <laughs> Like, their tan, I swear to God, my brother and sister will tan for one day. It takes me five days to get a tan like they do. Like, they got way more. And, okay, this is just kind of a tangent. So. Two minutes and 37 seconds warning. Okay, okay. My mom's mom has two younger brothers. They all have the same complexion. They all are half black, 
obviously. But um, it's just my uncle married a white woman and they had two kids. First girl popped out. She has curly hair. Uh, her dad's features. She has blonde hair. She has blonde hair, but she looks mixed. And the other one looks Asian. Literally, he looks Asian. Like, he he looks Asian, but he also has, like, like, he has his dad's nose, but he has, but he looks Asian. It's just crazy how different you just, like, pop out yeah. no matter what you are. Like, it's just, I mean, your mom has red hair, right? She yeah. has red hair and is covered and in freckles. freckles. Yeah, a lot, a lot of freckles, and like, look at you. And I have well, no one else is gonna be able to see this. Just that, that, that dot is, is that like a freckle. Only, yeah, that's my one. Freckle. <laughs> that's your only freckle. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if you've had to deal with like any of the stuff that I have family wise. Like, I know you said like you don't feel accepted really by both sides, and like I don't either. But, like, the same goes for my family. And, I like, I don't feel accepted by either sides in my own family. I've never experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've experienced from outside, like, school teachers, when I talk to white people, when I talk to black people. Like, I I feel not unaccepted because I've always been in very – well, it's actually interesting because the people that are not – I don't – for lack of – I don't know if I want to use the word accepting – I want to tread lightly here, but like the people that have been like, oh my God, like, no way, like you're black, like that's so cool, have always been the white people. And then whenever I've talked to a black person about what I am, they're like, no, you're not. You're just a white girl. Right. I'm like, but I'm not entirely. Like, I'm not. I mean, that's cool. You can feel the way you want, but like, I feel, uh, I don't want to use the word accepted, but I've always felt the most pushback when it comes talk to talking about my race by other black people, because it's like, I don't look black enough to say that, although right. that's the truth. And I've felt kind of the most kind of like, mm, you know, from right. the black people that I've hung around outside of my family, which is interesting to me. And it's the same thing with my mom, because my mom has always been told her whole life that she's not white enough uh, she's not black enough when she she went to indiana university and she wanted to rush a sorority but she wasn't black enough to rush a black sorority and she wasn't white enough to be in a white sorority right oh and and then because of her job she's um she is in the like on in public the public eye a lot and the people that have torn her down the most have been in the black community, especially black women, because, oh, you married a white man. Like, like that, I mean, the, the most, I've read her Twitter comments before about, and the hate that she's gotten from marrying a white man before and how that's like disgraceful. I've seen that so much. I've seen, uh, because she's gotten um, like pulverized because her hair is curly, but her she has white hair. She has white hair, so you're not like you're not black enough. She has she's her hair her is too white, or right. or this is the thing that always gets me. She talks like she's white. I think she talks like a normal person. I don't really right. think anybody really talks white or talks black or talks, you know. Right. She like, talks like her. Yeah, she talks like she talks like I don't right. understand. It's not that deep, you know. Right. And so that's always been interesting because I will read through, I torture myself by reading through her social media comments 
and so because I check all the profiles. <laughs> Do I report them? Of course like, I report you're like, them. You're gonna troll her. I'm gonna troll you. <laughs> oh, I troll. And it's just so and like the so not all the time, but a lot of the times what I've seen is a lot of hatred coming from the black community. My mom is clearly mixed, like very obviously not white, unlike me. And that's always been interesting for me to see because a lot of the times white people have been more accepting of that, but then black people are kind of like, well, I can't imagine like too, like for you, that would make it 10,000 times harder if like she is already getting like she looks the way she looks and she still gets that. Exactly. And then I'm over here. Even I was talking to my mom about this podcast. I was like, so we're talking about race. She's like, oh, and she told me all these things to talk about. And I'm like, that's easy for you to say. Not easy right. to say, but like, I just, I'm like, I just feel so not uncomfortable. I just feel like I'm not allowed to. Yeah. Like, because there's not. But you there's are, rules. and we're making it. An, I mean, there is. It's unspoken rules. But like, I've never been one to follow the rules. So I'm not going to start breaking now. The rules. Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I literally feel the same way. And although, like, I look differently than you, like, we've had this conversation. Like, I still, and like, maybe I look more in quotes ethnic than you do, but I still mm-hmm. don't look like how I'm supposed to look. Supposed also, quotes. To look, yeah. Y'all aren't seeing the quotes that we've been yeah. doing. We've been doing a lot of finger quoting. Yeah. So don't take anything out of context because there's been a lot of finger quoting happening. Take it with a grain of salt, please. Yes. And I was going to say too earlier to like one of your points, like I feel like the reason maybe, and tell me if I'm wrong, and this is going to be a whole different topic that we discuss, but like your mom is black and my mom is white. And so like I'm, and I grew up with my white mom and my white family mm-hmm. and my white high school and schools and white friends. And so I feel like that's why I didn't feel accepted because I literally did not grow up around anyone that wasn't Mm -hmm. white at all yeah and so then like jumping into like being with my family all the time or like I literally like there's so many I literally got my ASS rocked in junior high because I didn't act black enough like by the black girls that were in Mm -hmm. my junior high like like everyone knows about it it was recorded on a flip phone like it was (laughs) so bad and it was literally because i didn't act black enough don't you always see tiktok comments i'll see a black girl on tiktok she looks stunning but everybody's like her hair is straightened and she's wearing lululemon she's whitewashed right oh we don't claim her i'm like what what the what the f-u-c-k is this s-h-i-t yeah what is this we know what is this i can spell i had to think about it (laughs) i'm always like i read these comments and i'm like this poor girl is probably like she's like i just got dressed this morning like like she's just putting on whatever she wants to wear and the way that you what you just said you grew up in a predominantly white high school with your white mom's side of the family like how else like if that's what you see every day like why would you not right it's right it's way more societal than i mean that that's arguable but like it's your environment that right you grew it's up your in. it's your environment it's 100 your environment and maybe one race does something more than the other race but that doesn't make it like it by saying that like you can't do this or you're that then it's kind of like doing exactly what 
the black community that I've seen doesn't want happen to want to happen exactly to them. like they're doing exactly. it exactly that that's why I'm always like because we're all about acceptance and we're all about diversity and we're all about this but if you're not the perfect cookie cutter of what a black girl should look like or what a white girl should look like or what a mixed girl should look like or act like or a boy girls so I'm just saying because we're girls I'm just saying girls that that's always just so astounding to me when they're like we don't claim her and I'm like what's that supposed to mean because we're like we're all in this together it doesn't really matter what race you I mean it matters but like we're all human. We're all doing right. this together. We're all living in 2022 and we all went through COVID together. So like, let's stick together. But like, it's just, that's always, I'm always like, I wonder what that poor girl is thinking because that's her heritage and that, but she's grown up in a different environment than maybe some other black people have grown up in. Well, And why does this one person, this one black person get to decide what, who's being claimed by who and who isn't? Like, because what? I'm sure that there's a whole other group of black people that would say the complete opposite like it like it's like putting in I like it's just more boxes like we're just like putting like more boxes because like I don't know like there's so many like examples I could give but like this is just one that I would I've seen with people that like I know and I this isn't me trying to get political I'm just using this example but like I've heard a lot of people say like like they'll take like things that Candace Owens says and say that that's like what the entire Republican black community thinks. This is just what came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. This is, that's the thoughts of one individual black person. Yes. The same way that like me or the same way that my dad or the same way that Jim Bob, I don't fudging. No, (laughs) I don't know. Like you can't just take one person's like, you don't get to do that. Like, no one gets to do that. You can't sit, like, you can't speak for an entire race of people ever. Like, we don't claim her. Who's we? Who's we? Because I probably do. I don't know. Like, what? Like, it's just always, it's but always, you wouldn't claim me either. So, like, honestly, never mind. <laughs> everybody's, it's, it's like the same when you hear, uh, like a, somebody who is a Republican, but then, okay, what what's, I should know more about this because I'm a political science major, but on, I think the Republican side of the Congress, I forget his name, but he's a black man. And everyone's like, he's not really black. Like he's not part of black. The Supreme he, court guy. The Supreme court. I'm literally an idiot. Clarence Thomas. Yes. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm literally this is super awkward. This is cut this political science. Who? Yeah, um... political science minor, and it's seeming to be that I know more than you. But I, you haven't gotten through your generals, have you? No. How many majors classes are you taking? So you, I you're took, fine. Yeah, no. You get a pass for just now. cut out that part. So yeah. Clarence Thomas in the Supreme Court. <laughs> She's like, actually, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, guys, listen up. Clarence yeah. Thomas in the Supreme Court is a black man, and he uh, voted to like four. To, for dismantling dismantling Roe like v. Wade, Roe v. Wade. Yeah. and that was uh, something I saw a lot on social media is like he's not a real black man or like you Candace Owens she's a hardcore Republican she's right. also a black woman yeah and that seems to be a problem because it's like how can you uh be black and think like this but it's right. like um you're so black you just have a different thought process yeah like just because somebody 
thinks differently doesn't take away from their blackness or from their whiteness or from right. whatever the heck you are because we're but right now we're mainly just talking about black and white but like that that's always really interesting to me because it's like how does you having a different opinion change how much but you then are of a race quinn look at the like i'm like the people that are saying that are the same people that would say we don't claim her about a girl wearing lululemon leggings like yeah i like it's almost like an you have to be insecure in your blackness to not be able to like understand that so like even if that person even if someone is blatantly wrong someone the worst example but like like a disgusting like serial pedophile (laughs) that's a black guy still black I've never heard anyone contest that like if some like there's probably plenty of black pedophiles there's there's plenty of all the pedophiles pedophiles are nasty but like you know what I'm saying like yeah I've never heard anyone say like oh like you're not black because you're a pedophile it's always doesn't make any sense what it just it doesn't make any sense you can't take away someone's blackness ever understood that ever no one can take it away and it has to be something that you're like so secure in like you have to be secure in it otherwise like you would never because i feel like i never say that right because everybody's so accepting and everyone's like we're like one big community and we're working together to push back against the stuff that the government has pulled which is like a whole other can of worms but like (laughs) (laughs) open up those gummy worms that's like a lot that's a lot that's a a lot but it's on neck on our next episode we will be talking about that can of worms <laughs> that can of worms maybe maybe it'll come up won't be an entire topic it's just so sad and i'm always just like why does somebody's different opinion or because they talk differently or because they wear their hair differently or wear different oh the clothes? amount of times do my all, all growing up and my friends have like actually apologized to me for this like all growing up all i heard is like you're the whitest black person we know you're the like, whitest what's that supposed to mean know. i i don't think i could put count on 1700 hands how many times i've heard someone say that and like it's been said that my sister is fully black fully african mm-hmm. and like she grew up in a white predominantly white area so she then talks like a white person so like all of the her even like african people in her life will say the same thing like you talk like a white person like you whatever and it's like no, she talks like her. She talks the way that her voice turned out based off of her environment and her life experience. Literally. Long story short. Like, it's so... And also, why are you... And why why are you made... Why are people and say, oh, you're the whitest black person? Why is that meant to be in, like, a negative connotation? Because, like, I have wonderful white families members and I'm very proud to be... for Like, I'm very proud to be... Um, related to related to thank you related to and it's like oh you're so like the whitest black person i know i'm like oh yeah i'm white but like my white side of the family half of them married black people right so like i don't really know what you're trying to say there because i mean they had a bunch of kids with like a black woman or a black man so like where are you going with that is being like is my white side like really that bad right like is being like you're the whitest black person what's that supposed to mean why is that so negative why is that so negative? They're just as much your family as your dad's black side is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is terrifying. For me. <laughs> but <laughs> whole other can of gummy worms. 
um and i would like you listeners to know i feel like i love this because it is literally just me and quinn on a facetime call that you're listening to and we would be talking about this regardless of if it was being recorded or not but there's not like in the whole in this whole however long we do this for and however many episodes it is because i feel like it could go on for years we're never going to come to a conclusion and i feel like this is like creating a space for us but then like hopefully like validating for other people but I a want it to be educational for people that are listening to it that are either close to us or not close to us because I people don't get it there's a lot of people that don't get it and like I feel like we don't fully even get it and so Mm -hmm. it's like we're not answering any questions right like we're yeah we're not solving world hunger right now but we're we're not solving of the the issue of race right we're just these are our opinions our experiences and like it's kind of like a therapeutic thing maybe we'll find our identities through it who knows (laughs) hopefully because I don't know mine anymore (laughs) I don't know mine now I have no idea what mine is either but like I feel like it's weird because some podcasts have like a lot of podcasts I've listened to have like a definitive like here's what we're teaching, here's what we're at, whatever, but this really is our, just our experiences and there isn't any, like you're, you're hopefully going to learn from it, but it's not because we're like fixing anything or giving you the answers to anything because these are our own opinions and experiences. And, our, and this is how we've grown And up. some people aren't going to agree with them and there could be someone that looks like identical to us or feels the same way as us that isn't going to agree on everything that we're saying. So also, you have no idea what we look like, which just makes us even more fun. Keep exactly. guessing. Keep guessing. Just a little. I just wanted to give a little disclaimer that this that's kind of going to be the the whole gist. It's just a little FaceTime call. Love but just I'm here for it and I love it. Yeah. Racial ambiguity. It like is a beautiful thing and it's given me a lot of opportunities and I a lot of privileges but it also has come with a lot of really hard hard situations and interactions and like tough conversations super tough conversations like and people don't understand it and especially the people like that and no one would understand it unless you're us (laughs) yeah like I mean we wouldn't understand you because we're not you exactly so extra fun Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Maybe we will be on TEDx one day talking about mixed feelings. But I can't even imagine. Quinn will get distracted by everything in the crowd. Like, so would I, but it would be like 10 times worse for you. It's really bad. And I don't take my meds in the summer. And <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I never I take my it. meds. <laughs> I knew it. Dude, those things make me feel like I'm an empty shell of a human being. You know what my sister said to me? My sister goes, I really think you should take them. Like, you're super annoying when you're not on your meds. And I was like, She's like, but the TikTok content is better when I'm not on my meds. So So much better. Do you want me to provide for this family or no? I'm trying to hit 20K. All right. I'm trying to hit 20K. I just hit 19K. Like, (laughs) I push out content. Dude, the minute you get to 20K, I'm unfollowing you so that it goes back to 19 points. Watch me never respond to another text again. <laughs> she would, like, you guys don't understand. She would be so mad. Like, she would actually be so mad if it no, went down. And the whole reason, you don't even follow my other TikTok account. Like, my Queen Bailey account. 
You have a regular TikTok? I have a regular TikTok. What do you do on that one now, guys? I have to go look. Normal things, because that one, a bunch of people that I know, and like way too many people that like for over the years that I know personally follow that one. And I am pretty, I'm very conservative on that account. Like I don't show a lot about myself a lot. And on the other one, I spam it and like she posts 18 tiktoks a day and yeah like let's see how many tiktoks i posted in the last 24 hours let's see in the last Probably 24 15. hours i've posted one two three four five six seven eight nine nine tiktoks within 24 hours nine that's i can't do whole, that that's a whole shift she's doing a tiktok an hour everyone pretty much you have a break I have over 6,000 drafts on my 6,000? Yeah, and then I have 3,000 on my other account. <laughs> I wish y'all could see my face. Oh, my God. It's a disease. It but is. I'm, but I'm good at it, so, like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you have a serious problem. It is a problem. Um, it's been super great chatting with you guys. I actually have to be up in five hours. I love we, you guys. We, we love, love you, you guys so much. Thank you for continuing to listen to us chatter on and on and on. And this is perfect because it just said your free meeting will end in 10 minutes. We talked for another. This is now 340 minutes in a row. Oh, my God. Okay, guys, we love <laughs> you so much. Thanks we will for be being back here. with another episode soon. And please wait. Comment leave a review a five-star review preferably share with all of your friends any mixed friends that you have if you are mad at us um just send us a dm because it'll go in the message request and we'll never read it and stay mad get tight period (laughs) what quinn said love you guys love you